This is Trades, Tools, and Talks. I'm Carly Huckles. There are tons of opportunities for skilled trade education. You just have to look for them. And that's why Nicole Bass founded jointhetrades.com as a way for people to explore career options in the trades. I think changing the narrative to keep focus on the positive instead of work hard and get dirty, instead of it was because we need tradespeople would go a long way. And it's not a single person's mission, it's everybody's mission. At this point, after three or four decades of the same narrative being pushed, I think it takes uh, a little bit of everybody to turn that around. Today, we're going to talk to Nicole about her mission and goals for jointhetrades.com. And that includes talking about trade education accessibility, trade job assessments, education about the hundreds of trade roles available in the world, the importance of the trades, and of course, some disparities in the U.S. So let's get into it. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Carly. How are you? I'm doing so great. Thanks for asking. I really am so excited to talk to you today. And I guess I just want to start off with asking, what is your background with the trade industry? To start, I was raised by tradespeople. So my stepdad's a lineman, my dad's a landscaper, uh, my grandfather's a lineman. Um, But I started in the trades 10 years ago in commercial HVAC as a sales rep. I sold maintenance contracts to big commercial facilities. I worked for a contractor in Atlanta, Georgia, and I worked my way up from sales rep to sales manager to vice president of that organization. And that company owned a training organization as well. So they had the same owner. In 2019, the owner sold off the contracting company in Atlanta and just retained the training organization and a software that we had built. And I became full-time responsible for that training organization. And now I, I head up that organization. How did that lead to join the trades? At this point, we work with I mean, several dozen contractors across North America, and they all have the exact same problem of trying to recruit into the trades, recruit technicians in. And for me, it blows my mind because these are high earning careers. Every technician that I have worked with, and I've been on a lot of rooftops of commercial facilities or in the basement or wherever, but every every technician I work with loves his job or her job. They are making Uh, Most of the time, once you're four or five years in, you're making six figures. Your education was paid for by the contractor. They've got high job satisfaction, stability. You know, that's not to say that it's rainbows all the time, but what career is. And um, and I and I didn't understand how those two added up. How are these techs so happy making such good money and they're not in debt or they're not in student debt, at least. And these companies are having a hard time finding new technicians like that didn't add up to me. You know, you'd think that'd be really highly sought after careers. So I went where the young people are, which is on TikTok. And I said, well, you know, I'm just going to maybe spread the news that maybe they don't know that these jobs are out there. (laughs) So I got made fun of a lot for this, for the whole TikTok thing. Um, And so I made a TikTok and, you know, it it jumped up to 80,000 followers pretty quickly of people saying, hey, I I didn't didn't know that that job existed. It didn't, you know, I had a, a bunch of tradespeople jumping on my my videos, defending and and validating all the things that I was saying were true. You've got people saying, yeah, I made 140 last year. I made one, you know, and I'm in my mid 20s. So then because of the response from the TikTok channel, we started collecting this database of people saying, hey, can you help me get started? Initially, they were trickling in and I was saying, OK, yeah, sure. Let me just make an introduction with one of these companies I work with. And we had a couple dozen people placed in different companies. And I started creating this Excel file of people sending me their, you know, their resume, their contact information. And we were like, look, we can't keep up with this. This is, we're not a placement agency. We're not a recruitment agency. 
So what we did was we said, okay, well, let's make it a website so that people can make those connections a little bit more naturally. And the biggest component of that is educating on what these trades careers are, because it's not always apparent what different opportunities you have aside from college and the military. So we're educating and then that connection piece. I think a lot of people complain about the gatekeeping on how to how do you get into one of these trades jobs? You have to be somebody's cousin's nephew, whatever. <laughs> uh, so so getting those employers listed just to make those connections is basically how that came about. Plus, you don't have to have a massive spreadsheet anymore. It sounds like it sounded like you, that's an out of control Excel spreadsheet. It, it was ridiculous. And I mean, it was great. And I loved that we were able to place some people into new careers and solve some problems, but it's just not sustainable not with as big as it was growing. Yeah, absolutely not. So your current process is having people go to the website and kind of self-serve. And how did you get into this model? You know, it's one of those things you just sort of dream up. Um, we've made a couple of softwares for our industry. So I'm familiar with kind of the user flow and user experience. And I worked with a user interface designer to come up with something that is simple for someone to navigate on these sites. There's a lot of sites out there that educate on the trades, but they're they're kind of clunky. They've got way too much information and it's not a great user experience. So we were really focused on making it as simple as possible. Go to the site, clearly understand what options there are, and then go dive in as deep as you want to dive as far as learning about those trades and then be able to type in your zip code. And if I'm interested in say this small handful of trades, type in my zip code and see what opportunities are around me to get started. And, and maybe it's an employer or maybe it's a school, maybe it's a union, but there are multiple ways to get started. And we want to make sure that they're all consolidated into one website. And one of the things that we find to be a problem is this job posting model, this resume job posting model that you see, it doesn't really work for trades careers. So we don't have any job posts on the site. The idea is that if I'm a career seeker, I can educate me, I can go read up on it, I can you know watch videos, but then whenever I go to search and filter by what I'm interested in, I can filter out by those companies that offer a 401k or health benefits or in-house training, or you know people wanna sign up for a culture, they wanna sign up for Basically, it's like a partner. It's a partnership, right? I'm, I'm going to come work for you. But in exchange, what are you going to do for me? And a paycheck just doesn't cut it anymore. People are looking for long term careers. So that's what we're we're spotlighting for them on the site. And now you said by zip code, what are the areas that you serve right now? The United States, Canada and Puerto Rico. But we have every intention of making it much larger. It just we only started building the site in the end of October. So we're moving really quickly. But you know, we work with the Google API whenever it comes to geolocating where people are. And so Google is everywhere, which makes it possible for us to be everywhere. What is the process for a business to get their posting on your website? We stuck with Keep It Simple. It is about 10 minutes to set up a profile. Very straightforward. We're going to help you build out your profile. Uh, it's one page. So even if you have multiple locations, you only have to create one landing page. And it's not any more complicated than creating like a, a LinkedIn company page where you see the different components of the page and you can click edit to say, all right, here are the perks that we offer. Here's our earning potential. And that's actually one of the important things on the site is earning potential in the trades is those, that data skewed out there on the interwebs. If you look up a commercial HVAC tech, it'll tell you that the average technician makes 50 to 65,000. And that is technically true, but only because they're factoring in all of the apprentices. So these mm -hmm. 18, 19 year old apprentices, you know, the job title doesn't change from a first year apprentice to a senior technician working on chillers. They're all just HVAC technicians. So because that job title doesn't change with each promotion and each pay raise, it skews that average. So we 
show from zero to one year's experience, here's your minimum maximum earning from one to four, five to nine, and then 10 plus years and gives you a really much more realistic view of what your career progression could look like. And so we do ask employers to plug that information in. So if you offer this trade, how much do your tradespeople earn from zero to one years, two to four, five to nine, and 10 plus? And that allows us to collect that real data. So you have the trade education portion of this as well, getting people connected to trade education. What what does that look like? There's two paths to take if you want to join the trades. I mean, two generic paths. You've got earn and learn, and you have pay to learn. Earn and learn means that you are signing on with somebody who's going to give you a paycheck at the same time as paying for your education. So it's a it's a great option, but your education is going to be dictated by that employer, which means you're not choosing which school you're going to. You're not choosing, you know, which lesson, you know, they have already outlined what that education looks like, but you get paid while you do it and it's it's debt free. The other side of the house is going and choosing your own programs and signing on with a trade school um, or even um you could kind of put union in that category. And then you're coming out of pocket to say, I want to get at least an initial certificate associate's degree in this, and then go find a job in that trade. So those are the two paths. And we want to make sure that, you know, we're not endorsing either path. We're not saying, Hey, this is the only way to get started. There's a lot of ways to get started. We're just wanting to make sure that we provide all of those ways on the site. So I, as a career seeker, I plug in my zip code, I can see the pay to learn routes that I can take if I want to sign myself up for school, or I can see the earn and learn routes. And so this is, I think it's really exciting because, you know, that's useful for teenagers. That's useful for people who are wanting to switch careers. It's not, you're not gatekeeping anything with that. No, not at all. And we want to make sure that we're not also being too self-serving. Yes, I work in commercial HVAC. But when we say trades, we mean trades. We mean anything, any solid career path that does not start with college. Uh, That can be a hairdresser. That can be a pilot. That can be a chef. All of these follow a similar path of usually some type of an apprenticeship, work under somebody type of program uh, until you are skilled enough yourself to call yourself that skilled tradesman. So this it's an all-encompassing site whenever we talk about trades. That's awesome. So backing up to the all-encompassing what kind of features are included in that on the website? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, so first and foremost, at the, on the homepage, they're going to see what we mean by a trade. We want to make sure that there is no confusion on trade. A lot of people think trades equals construction, and that's not true. Uh, and then they will have access to an assessment where they can find out what trade might be a good fit for them. And it's not based on competence. It's based on preference. What would make you happy? You know, I took a test when I was younger that said that I would probably make a good lawyer whenever I got older, (laughs) I would be miserable as a lawyer. I, that is not, is not a job or a career that interests me at all. I have a lot of respect for lawyers. I would not enjoy it, even though technically I would be competent at it. Mine was healthcare or data entry, and I would have been miserable as well. So I'm right there with you. So our assessment is based on preference, right? Let's, let's narrow down because there are you may not realize it, but there's well over a hundred trades uh, that we'll be educating on. So narrowing it down for people and maybe getting it within the half dozen range that might be a good fit for them. There's a lot of questions that you can ask that nicks a lot of them. So are you afraid of heights, for example? Right. <laughs> okay. Well, if you are, then you probably shouldn't be a pilot and you probably shouldn't be in commercial HVAC because you're on a lot of rooftops, you know, and there's, so there's ways to slim down um, the list. You know, do you want to work primarily outdoors, indoors, or a healthy mix of both? There's a lot of ways to narrow that down, but a lot of it is 
preference-based, and then we'll narrow it down to the trades that may be a good fit for them. And they can read about those trades. They can read about all of them, but I think the assessment will help kind of fine tune their research. And they can read about a day in the life, pros and cons, average earning based on years of experience, and then you might be a good fit if. From there, they can go look for opportunities around their zip code and they can say within 100 miles or within 50 miles, or they can nix the zip code altogether if they just wanna see what's out there nationwide because they're willing to move. So being able to filter out by all of that and narrow down the either local employers or local school programs if you wanna do a, a pay to learn opportunity. The final step would be connecting with those employers or those schools to say, hi, I'd like to interview or I'd like to learn more. Who knows how life would be if we could go back and change taking that test. Like if we had another option to take mm -hmm. a test and assessment and figure out like, hey, maybe you want to be a landscaper instead because you really like plants. You're good with plants. You want to be out in the sun, but also like, you know, whatever it is, yeah. it's. You know, my dad's a great example of that. He's a landscaper, but he owns his own landscaping company. And so I, people hear landscaper and they immediately think something that is lesser than. Now, mm -hmm. my dad owns his own landscaping company. He loves landscape design. He's an artist at heart and he loves working with earth and, you know, mother nature. So there's definitely a very hippie aspect to that. But, um, <laughs> but, but, you know, he, but he does very well for himself in that. And he found a career that suits his preferences. Um, I'm sure another test would have said he would have made a great, you know, I don't know, engineer, maybe, I don't, I don't know, but this makes him happy. Yeah. Is there a cost for your website? There is, and, and there's got to be just to maintain what we want to do with it. But we do want to make sure that it's a level playing field for the mom and pop shops that are looking to hire one person and then the nationwide organizations who need to fill 800 seats in the next year. So what we did was say, okay, it's going to be per location and it's $20 a month for an employer. So not outrageous and it's passive recruiting for them. They set it up one time and then the career seekers will be reaching out to them. So if you're a larger organization, you have multiple locations, obviously it's going to cost you a bit more, but you're also looking to hire more people. So it kind of balances that out a little bit. For the career seeker, it's 100% free. We do not want to charge career seekers at all. In fact, you can see everybody without creating a profile. The only reason you would need to create a profile as a career seeker is if you want to submit your information to one of these schools or employers. The whole site is going to be wide open to anybody who wants to look at it. But if you want to get listed on it as an employer, you pay your monthly fee and you can do it month by month if you want. And then if you are a career seeker, then it's free. So what are your future plans for doing the trades? Continuing to develop and evolve the site. When you talk about over a hundred trades, that's a lot of research. It's a lot of, you know, we started the interview series on YouTube where we're interviewing actual tradespeople because I can tell you all day long what that trade's about, but it's never going to compare to hearing it from a tradesperson themselves. So we've already interviewed commercial HVAC techs, um, uh, plumbers, wind turbine technicians. That was a really cool, that. it's a, 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 a lady who, climbs 300 feet in the air to maintain these wind turbines. And she's like, yeah, I bought my first house at 23. Airplane mechanics. So we've got a lot of people coming on, but one tradesperson of that trade is not enough. You know, you want to have several dozen people. So you, if you're interested in being an airplane mechanic, you can go to our YouTube channel, look at that playlist and just listen to different tradespeople talk about being in that trade. That takes some time to build out. And so yeah. especially when there's over 100 trades. So we'll continue to pursue that. Um, we'll continue to build out the educational components of the site 
uh, and bring more people onto it. But then we want to hit the road as well and make sure that we're getting in front of as many young people as possible. And it starts at middle school. Not to say that you have to make a decision at middle school, but you need to start recognizing that there's options out there other than college or the military and begin kind of keeping your eyes and ears open to what may interest you the most. Learning a skilled trade where you have the ability to, with your mind and your body, do things that takes a long time to learn. People can't just pick it up overnight. Like you have a skill that lends itself pretty easily to entrepreneurship. So, you know, we look at all these people who go in and learn business management, right, in college, which is great. But now what you can do is go manage somebody else's business. Yep. Right? Because you don't have a skill. You can't start your own business. You would have to learn something first and then maybe down the road start your business. Whereas if you learn a trade first, and then once you got really good at that, if you wanted to do some business management courses to start your own company and do this all on your own and have the, the wild independence and freedom to run your own business. Now, I don't want to make that sound like rainbows either, because I run my own business and it's not, not to imply <laughs> that it's not hard work, uh, but there is a freedom to it for sure. And it's uh, almost guaranteed freedom if you're a skilled tradesperson and want to get into that. The things that people struggle with are getting into college and not knowing what you want to do. And that's the thing is like, if you choose business management right off the bat and you go for it, good for you. Um, but, you know, if you have a path, like I had a path, I started in healthcare because I took the test, the test, test. healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, 8 a.m. chemistry class. No, nope. thank you. This is a horrifying <laughs> experience going through all this. So it's just kind of one of those things where, you find your path and everyone finds their own path differently. But if you can have different options available to help you find that path. Yeah. Let me tell you how simple they make it for you to take out student loans. Right. And I'm sure you've been through it. So I, and I remember being uh, at my college and going into an office and it took me, you know, 10 minutes sign here, here and here, and you're good to go. And the girl who came in behind me was paying with a check and it blew my mind that somebody was about to pay for their semester with a check. I just couldn't, I was like, no yeah. way. Uh, and she was in there for as long as I was. I mean, it's it, it's so simple. They've made it so easy to go to college. You just sign here. And in, and we don't get a lot of financial education as a young person to say, here's how this impacts you later. Here's what $800 a month in student loans actually feels like whenever you're only making $50,000 a year, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and you don't get that education. So we're going to make it as easy to get into the trades as it is to get into college, knowing that both are very successful career paths. I want to know why is the mission of join the trades important to you? It was important to me to help my customers first. And now that is, it's still a part of it, but it's such a small part now that I've seen the reaction from so many people who are struggling to find a balance between work and life, who want to be able to provide for their families, have a good life and have a stable career, but know that college is not the right path for them and they don't want to join the military and they don't really know what their other options are. So it's really become much more of a passion project than anything, just because you see how many people, gosh, when you've got, I know 80,000 isn't necessarily a lot for TikTok, but it's, it's quite a bit. And when you see so many comments coming through, not just people who follow me, but just also, you know, randoms coming through saying, wow, I, I really wish that I had this whenever I was in high school, or I really wish I had this today, or I have two sons who are going to be graduating soon. And I know that college is not a great fit for them. And I don't know where to, to guide them. There's definitely a component of it. That's like, look, it's needed for people to be happy in, in their lives and their careers. And if I can make that impact, 
why, why wouldn't anyone want to do that? And then on the other side of it, the skilled labor gap gets greater every single year where the need to fill these positions is getting stronger and a bit more desperate from a lot of trades employers and trades industries across the U.S., and it creates real problems for, for us as a country as well. So I think that it's a win-win-win. I can't find a negative side to this at all. And I'm just fortunate to have had a good audience and a lot of support and found the right people to help me build it correctly. What's one thing that people should know about supporting trade education and career paths? When you sent this question over, actually, just a little sidebar here, but I was, I'm, I'm like, gosh, one thing? Um, but you, <laughs> you hear a lot of people say, oh, but listen, trades are needed. We need to educate on, on these career paths because we need the trades. We need tradespeople in order to make this country run. We need is not really a value proposition for somebody looking for their career. Like to say like, and I, and I kind of made a video about this once where it was like, look, telling somebody that they should buy your car because you need to sell it is way less attractive than they should buy your car because it's, you know, got great gas mileage and super reliable. You know, you're not selling the car, you're selling what you need. And, and I, I hate that that's the dialogue and that's the narrative that's being put out there. We need trade people. It doesn't mean anything to career seekers. What means something to them is what does that do for their life? If you think about joining the trades, any one of these trades, what does that mean to them? It means stability. It means not going into debt to learn a, a career path. It means an opportunity for entrepreneurship. It means a lot of things to them that is not usually touted when associated with trades careers. So I think the education on trades careers that needs to happen is more around how wonderful they are and not so much how much we need them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like how much we need tradespeople. It's more about, hey, educate on what great career paths these are and how the average job satisfaction has shown to be much higher for tradespeople than it is for non-tradespeople. Educate on why a trades career is valuable and admirable for more than just because we need them. It's not about what we need. It's about what they need as an individual. And this is a great path that will give them what they need. I like how you started it with like, that's not a good value proposition because it's really not like... Well, and, and you hear people say, one of my favorites is, oh, nobody wants to work hard and get dirty anymore. Like, I'm sorry, but if you told me, come work hard and get dirty, I'm like, mm, what are my other options? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like, come on, there's there's got to be a better value proposition. There's And there's plenty out there. It's just don't use that. And there's a lot of trade jobs that are not dirty jobs. Like, it's not yeah. all micro dirty jobs. You're not going to be getting out in the muck all the time. No. no, no. If you want to, if you want to be like a kid in a big sandbox and get dirty all the time, you can. One um, of the interviews he did was, was with a heavy equipment operator. He was like, yeah, he goes, what? I wanted to play in the dirt with uh, Tonka trucks when I was a kid. Why wouldn't I want to do that as an adult? This is way fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So instead of saying working hard and getting dirty, how would you encourage people to get involved in the trades and trade education? I think it starts at home. Um, just like everything, you know, if we're trying to change a narrative for an entire country. It's not globally. Currently, it's a U.S. problem. Um, <laughs> and so if we're trying to change a narrative on the value of trades career for an entire country, it's not something that happens overnight. It's almost like a campaign. And I, and I do think that that starts at home. I think it starts with parents talking to their children about the different options that are available so that as their kids are growing up, um, even if they choose the college route, they are aware of the fact that trades careers are equally as acceptable and successful 
as the the college route that they're taking or the military or whatever. So I do think it starts there, but you have to have some resources available to lead them to, which is what I'm working on building. So if they want to learn more about things and they can, but I think changing the narrative to keep focus on the positive instead of work hard and get dirty instead of as well as because we need tradespeople would go a long way. And it's not a single person's mission. It's everybody's mission at this point. After three or four decades of the same narrative being pushed, I think it takes uh, a little bit of everybody to turn that around. It absolutely does. Well, Nicole, I think that's all the questions that I have for you today. But I wanted to know if there's anything else you want our listeners to know. You know, I would just encourage everyone to go check out the site, even if it's just so they can tell others about it. If they're not in need of a jointhetrades.com for themselves or their children, then at least go look at it so you can tell others about it whenever you run into, inevitably, when you run into somebody who's trying to figure out what they want to do with their life or, or with their kids' lives. Thanks for your time today, Nicole. Absolutely. I really appreciate you having me on here. If you are interested in learning more about jointhetrades.com, you can visit the website. Thanks for listening to Trades, Tools, and Talks, the Simpro podcast helping you work smarter. I'm Carly Huckles. Talk to you next time.